Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. That's Dave. I'll get it right one day. And anyway, oh, we're venturing. That yeah, why not? We have another music biopic today. This one is Rocket Man. Uh, this is the Elton John biopic slash musical. Um, mm -hmm. And let me just, uh, we'll talk about who this is starring. This is Taron Egerton, who does an incredible job of uh, channeling his own yeah. inner Elton John. He doesn't, not exactly Elton, but he, he's got the energy, man. <laughs> it's, it's so yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Bell as Bernie Taupin, Richard Madden, John Reed. And what this is the third time I've watched it and the first time I've looked at the cast. And for right. every time I've watched, right. I was like, who the hell is his mom? Who is his mom? So I look oh, it up. Yeah, like, right. Oh, my God. That's Bryce Dallas Howard is like, oh, she plays such a she plays horrible. Oh, so well. And she does a really good British accent. She did. Yeah, a great that's, what, British that's why I didn't think it was her. It's like, oh, my God. Well, she had the dyed hair and a British accent. I mean, and freckles. Yeah. They threw the they, they darkened up her freckles a little bit. That is and true. I was like, oh, man, would have never I wouldn't have recognized her until Kat told me. So, yeah. And this this movie is directed by Dexter Fletcher, who also um, directed is has director credits on Bohemian Rhapsody, the Freddie Mercury mm -hmm. Queen story. Um, so right. no stranger to musical movies. So this is, as I just said, I've watched this now three times. Dave, this was your first time seeing it. What uh, what was your impression? First time seeing it. Um, all in all. If you like music musical biopic type things this is good but no going in and this is i had already heard this and this is one of the reasons i really didn't i had no mm. want to see it but you said it was good and i was like okay scott's telling me it's pretty good i'm gonna go i'm gonna check it out is all the music that's in the movie is out of order yeah, all the music is completely out of order. It's done for mood of the moment, and mm -hmm. that upsets me a little bit. Okay, the wife and I were talking about it last night. She's a, she's like, yeah, but music isn't like that. Music is is more for a mood, or you know, just because something was written back in the fifties doesn't mean you can't listen to something now and get oh that 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 connects to me. That that song yeah. connects to me and what I'm doing right now. You know. It's my party and I'll cry if I want to, you know, some 18 year old, 17 year old girl listening to that now that might connect to very solidly. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, I'll, I get it. I get that. But for me, in order to tell. A, to make this story a little bit more coherent, I think they should have used songs and music. Of the time period of when he was having issues like whatever, like when he joined the mm -hmm. band, the initial band, he yeah. was touring with all the black bands. There should have been a little bit more music of, of that time period. You've been like, Oh, okay. That's the late sixties. Got right. it. This is the early seventies. Got it. And the music should have followed the time period. I understand the, the mood that a lot of the music mm -hmm. popped into. So that's cool. I'm, I'm good with that. All in all, I did like the movie. Storytelling for me was choppy. I, I will, because I think what happened is I was listening to the music, trying to figure out, even knowing that it was out of order, like, okay, now what time period is this supposed to be yeah. happening in? Oh, it's 
is how how long of a point did a point a happen before point c happened I, Where, I what see. happened in point b like I was trying to set up a timeline because there were some really major jumps where I'm like, well, what the hell just happened there? You know, I, and then they're using a song that he did, you know, 20 years prior to whatever time period he's supposed to be in or something from the future. And I'm like, I have no idea where the timeline's going here. Other oh. than that, <laughs> I was, I just, so you don't think I'm just being really picky. No, picky, no. Because that, that's kind of a oh, I just want to comment me. on that because this is the first oh, time ahead. I've heard that. That's the first time I've heard that argument, but it's true. Uh -huh. The the songs do not go in chronological order. And right. while I think if we were watching an actual biopic biography that isn't so overly stylized, um, mm -hmm. this movie is dripping in metaphor and messages oh, yeah. and holy yeah, shit it is everywhere mm -hmm. every little thing in this movie has meaning and the more i watch it the more mm -hmm. i see the more i pick up and it's like holy yeah. cow so much thought went into it so i think in this case they did that with the songs but as a watcher hearing that i see exactly why you were having why you would jump like that it's like okay wait a minute what's going right. on i never honestly I, the, all the times I watched it, yeah, I noticed it's like, well, that would have been later, but it just never, never bothered me. But I get it, right. I get it. I see how it tricks your head. That, that's that's where my I, my hooks went into, and I just right. couldn't let it go for a while. <laughs> um, but as far as metaphor goes, and I'm and then I'm going to jump back onto what I was. We can go with the way earlier. the movie does. The the yeah exactly <laughs> the metaphor of him walking into group therapy. Now, folks, real quick. We do spoilers on this show. If you've never watched the show before, Scott and I have seen the movie, and we're just going to talk about the movie. We're going to talk about yep. what we like and what we spoilers don't like. Spoilers abound. <laughs> um, spoilers, yes. We do spoilers on everything, uh, except for Prey. I think Prey Any, and the anything current, and we, like we stay away from spoilers. Things yeah. we haven't. But all in all, we're going to spoil a movie for you. Um, the metaphor of him walking into group therapy in the devil costume was really telling wasn't every, it what i really liked was every time he had a breakthrough in his life he breaks off the horns the first time and then eventually you see him taking parts of the costume off and it's very very metaphorical mm -hmm. nobody in the group mentions it he doesn't mention that he's doing it it's just the the devil type costumes coming off yeah when when you finally get through to the movie at one point when he's really, really in the dumps and he's talking about the the shit life that he's got and how horrible and bad he feels, he's just sitting in group therapy in a robe. He looked the robe looks like he's probably pissed in it. He's just he's a mess. He's just his hair's disheveled and he's just like slouched down. And he's like, oh, I don't care about this crap. And then as he gets a little bit better, they get they go back to the main story. It comes back and he's in like his basic jogging outfit. He's mm. got the black shirt on. He's got a jogging outfit on. It's kind of a designer thing. He's got his, yeah. you know, Elton John, you know, more modern glasses on and he looks cleaned up and he's wearing nice tennis shoes. But it's nice to see if, if you watch the movie, just watch the images of the actor as Elton John in therapy. Oh, and yeah. You'll you'll be like, oh, I get what's going on. Oh, that's really cool. And they do it so well. 
I thought. Yeah. I'm, and, go ahead. No, and one of the things that about that, and that 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 is the first most obvious scene. The movie starts with the mm-hmm. doors flying open, and here comes this devil yeah. with wings, and it's Elton John walking, and he comes into therapy, and he's so. He said, I almost like, I don't need you. I don't need any, you know, and and he goes yeah. through that progression. But by the time we get to the end of the movie and it comes back because the movie ends with him walking out of therapy yeah. and, you know, being reborn, yeah. basically. Yeah, uh, yeah. So when they show him again at that point in the movie, walking in in the devil costume, they actually zoom up and you start to see feathers falling from the costume, beads oh, yeah. coming off. And it's like. When, I never when caught he's that before. Back yes. Into therapy at the end of the movie. Yeah. yeah. That's when he's crossed the, yeah, now it's really all just nice. coming off and he's, he's coming. It's like a butterfly. Um, yeah. And I'm going to get this out of the way because this is the moment that I wasn't prepared for. There's other parts in this movie that used to, to hit me a little harder than other. And, yeah. um, but at the end of the movie, when he's uh, in therapy and his younger self is standing in the middle of the room, Oh my God! I broke. I was just about ready to start crying on that, dude. dude. I, I I can hardly talk about it because it's so yeah emotional. Because yeah, his younger self looks up and says, "When are you going to hug me?" And it's like, "Oh man!" That, so that when is he, a moment when he connects back to and it, and so much in this movie goes round and round because you go back to that musician yeah. from that early band that he was working with, where he's playing keyboards mm-hmm. with, and he tells him. You know, you have to kill who you were meant to be in order to be who you want to be or whatever. And or right, so, yeah, something so along that line, that you know, and so that's what he did. But at the end of the yeah. movie, he reconnects to that part of his life is that little boy, that right. energy. And he embraces it. And it's it's such a beautiful moment. And mm-hmm. I just it, it just I wasn't prepared for that after last yeah, night. So yeah. it's like, wow, damn. So well yeah, done. So well really- done. That was a really good moment. Really good moments. Yeah. The, the stuff between him and his parents really so. struck, like really strike a chord. Um, but there are, the funny thing is this movie, me going into it, I was not expecting so many heartfelt, tear jerking moments. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like I wasn't even when never, the first time like, I watched it. As a kid growing up, and I'm a huge Elton John fan. I'm only Elton John, Turney, uh, 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 Bernie Taupin fan. Yeah. I'm not Elton John without Bernie Taupin fan because 99.9% of that music that he did without Bernie Taupin honestly was just bad music. He didn't have anybody who cared about him around him at that in that time period. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he's Bernie obviously wouldn't... the first one to first one to admit it. Bernie yeah. was his rock. Um, yeah, that's and yeah. I, you and know, you, you see this, you see this, and it's. I think that's another thing that every time I've watched this movie, I just get more and more out of mm-hmm. it, and it's just, you know, yeah, his parents were shit, but one thing it just really I thought was one of the coldest things that his mother could say to him is, "You'll always be alone, and you'll never be loved properly." That's like, oh my and, god. And the funny thing is. As she was saying that, Bernie Taupin is a straight guy. Bernie Taupin is his best friend. Bernie Taupin loved him, obviously loved him and still does. Oh, absolutely. Because I think Bernie Taupin is still alive. I I think, I'm pretty sure he's still alive. Obviously still loves him. 
And what the mother was talking about was just sexual love, man, mm-hmm. man, and, woman and well, love. and look and, at her, look at her. She was horned around. <laughs> she was terrible. She was a terrible person. But what she didn't take into account was, and Elton John at the time didn't take into account, was that Bernie Taupin loved him. Mm-hmm. Was his there was friend. his, yeah. That was his rock. That was the one who loves you no matter what kind of thing. And obviously years of them not talking didn't change that for Bernie and didn't change it for Elton John. Really. They just had a yeah. moment like we're not going to talk anymore. One of them, I just really wish this would have told a little bit more truth, truth, you mm-hmm. know, they, they hit big broad swaths. Yeah. But I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more truth in, in like the storytelling instead mm-hmm. of it all being metaphor. Cause there was a scene about halfway through the movie where Bernie Taupin and, and Elton John are kind of talking in the hallway as Elton John's going on into a concert. And Bernie says something like, Hey, we, you know, just take it easy. You don't need to, you don't need to do all this. You know, you, you just go out there and sing. Yeah. And Elton John turns around and says, you're just the lyric guy. Let me do the music. You know, let me be the star. Yeah, don't tell me how to do thing. my job. Basically yeah. telling Bernie, like, all you do is write words back off. Well, I remember as a kid growing up and watching right before he and Bernie Taupin stopped working together, Elton John being on a lot of talk shows. And I think that moment in the hallway is supposed to take is supposed to condense all the shit that he was yeah. saying about Bernie on the talk shows. Yeah. And it was it wasn't even all directly at Bernie Taupin. It wasn't like, well, Bernie Taupin's just a punk kind of thing. It was just him him degrading like lyrics aren't that important i'm important mm-hmm. and i did it all on my own i didn't need bernie i didn't need anybody it's all me and oh, i'm sure that man. was all the drugs talking that was all the alcohol talking that was like all the people whispering his ear talking oh yeah like uh what's bernie, his john reed jeez a, yeah he he and bernie probably had to come to jesus meeting and that's when bernie was like yeah fine you know you're you're so good i'll leave bye mm-hmm. but i don't think that knowing that your friend has a problem and you can't help them doesn't mean you don't love that person still. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think yeah. we've anybody that's ever dealt with, yeah, in addiction. You, um, yeah, it's yeah. Just I'm just because I can't help you, <laughs> yeah. just because I'm not going to talk to you anymore, doesn't mean I'm not going to pray for you. And you know, yeah. I still love you. And Absolutely. if you ever show a sign of trying, I'll come back. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened in Elton what John's it felt life. Like. He, it was like a moment where. Bernie Taupin saw that he could get in there and make the wedge, like wedge it open and make it like, yes, look, I'm still your friend. I love you. You don't have to worry about that. You know, I'm not judging you, you know, and Bernie Taupin mm. never judged him in the book, in the movie. No. And as far as I know, he never, never that I could ever find ever said anything bad about Elton John. He's yeah, just like, yeah, we just don't work together now kind of thing. You know what I mean? That's one of the things that they say in the movie. And they, <laughs> I heard it twice or once it was said and then it popped up on the end credits oh, that yeah. they've never had an yeah. argument. And I'm like, oh, bullshit. But I believe yeah. they're still friends. <laughs> well, I, and I think what they mean by they've never they had never an argument. They never had a complete falling out. It, yeah. Yeah. It never came to hating one another. Yeah. And I think that's what they mean by argument. It's like they never had an argument that that caused them to never love each other because even you know you, let, I mean? let's go back to that i think it might have been that that hallway scene or another scene close to it uh, when elton said a bunch of horrible things and then he starts to st- go out on stage and he stops and he reaches back and touches bernie and says i'm yeah. sorry 
and and, he, and yeah. Bernie's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. it's not you, or he says it's the alcohol, or he says something in yeah. Bernie. Yeah, yeah, and Bernie's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, and Bernie's trying to get him to relax. Bernie, like, I'm going. Uh, I'm he doesn't want to see his friend die, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and well, he's trying to get him to come with him. Look, we can go to the mountains, man. Nobody will know where we're at. Yeah. I got a place in America. I think Bernie Toppin's American. I could be wrong. Thought he was an American. I'm not sure. Living abroad, I, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but he's trying to get Elton to to stop. Just stop doing the drugs. We'll we'll go out. We'll write songs like we used to. We'll just well we got the money. We can go relax. We'll just put everybody behind us. Yeah. And Elton just starts freaking out because he doesn't know what to do without the crowd. He doesn't know what to do without the entourage. He doesn't know what to what to do without people pampering him. And this and I is think that was a huge problem with his life. Well, and that, that we see that with a lot of artists, mm-hmm. a lot of famous people who hit it with with either too young or don't have real friends and real support. Right. And it's like you always wonder, it's like, well, how how did that how come MC Hammer's broke? How how come yeah. this professional football player's broke? What you've had millions, how? But they don't know. And it's they're manipulated and they they kind of show yeah. that in this movie, the manipulation from Reed. Um, yeah, what a scumbag, at least yeah, portrayed in the movie. Um, that guy, that guy's whoever acted that part out. He did it well, really man. And he, the funny he had thing it all. is, I think, if I remember correctly, Elton John wound up really screwing that guy over, like deservedly Good. so. Yeah. If I remember, again, like when I used to pay attention to certain stars and Elton John, mm. like I said, I grew up listening to him. I was always yeah. like interested in what, what he was doing. And the thing that almost killed Elton John's career in this country was back in the 70s. And it only it basically was just a hiccup, really, is I remember him being on, I think, the Johnny Carson show and talking about being gay. Mm-hmm. Very back early. In the 70s, folks, if you were a star, you didn't talk about things like that. You just didn't. And Elton John was just he, I forgot what the joke was, something about going to a leather bar. And he turns to the guy next to him. And I don't remember who it was, but he says, you know what I'm talking about. And the guy's like, yeah. And it, he turns back to Johnny Carson and you can just see Johnny Carson. Like, I have no idea what to say to this guy about this. You know, even though I knew he was gay, it's like, yeah, you're not, you, it's the unwritten rule back then. You just don't talk about it. It was ridiculous. But John, <laughs> he had been open for so long with everybody that was around him. Mm-hmm. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't dawn on him not to say it. You know and what let, I mean? It yeah, didn't let me dawn add- on him to try and keep it a secret. Let me add on to that is he's one of the earliest performers that I remember actually coming out. And it really yeah. was, it was a, a just a, I, if there was a bunch of people losing their minds, which there probably were it, they sure got yeah. over it pretty quickly. Um, no different than today, but it's just yeah, none of his fans. Yeah. It's, but this is how this, this fear was built in back then. Nobody wanted to say, Oh my God, it would destroy you. They would burn your records and run you out of the country. And it's like, wow. Um, but that was, you know, he just wanted to live his life. His songs show that when you look at, I think it's a Philadelphia freedom, if I'm not mistaken, is about coming out and that's an Mm -hmm. old song. Uh, so he was, he was there like Rob Halford after him, just, Hey, you know, it's, I'm writing about it. I'm, I'm living my life. And it's just, (laughs) I still think it's funny when Hel- Rob Helford came out that anybody was surprised by that. And I remember no. back in the 80s talking to my friends going, you know, he's gay. And everybody's looking at me, you're crazy. You know, he's the most metal guy in the world. I said, yeah, he's the most metal guy in the world, but he's gay. 
yeah. they're like, no way. And I forgot what song it was because it's been a long time since I've listened like to a lot of their mm-hmm. albums. Uh, I think it's Living After Midnight. Living, I was about Living, to say Living After Midnight. Midnight. That's definitely a gay bar song. Oh right? my God, when you hear the lyrics. Um, when you listen to the lyrics, and I remember pointing it out to guys, I was like, that song is about being gay. And they're like, oh, you're fucking crazy. And then like 20 years later, Rob Halford comes out of the closet. I call up my buddy. I was like, told you so. Yeah, and he's like, I've been saying <laughs> it all like, along, is what he said. Halford? And just hung up the phone. <laughs> yeah, because he says, I've been doing it all along. So Elton John, very much like that, was just in your face. And I, there's something. And it doesn't make any difference. Rob Halford's got one of the greatest metal oh, yeah. songs. He yeah. is a metal god. I didn't give a shit. Nobody I just did. thought it was funny that everybody who would sit there and talk crap about gay people were hanging out and listening to El- still listening to Elton John too. It's like, you guys know he's gay. I mean, you I guys know. sit there and bullshit. It's, and it's so weird. Me like, well, what about you? I'm like, I love Elton John. I don't give a shit. I love Rob Helford. I don't give a shit. <laughs> really? Who cares? <laughs> it, it's not going to turn you gay. <laughs> I'm going to take a God. wild guess and say either Beethoven, Bach, Mozart. So one of these guys had to be gay back then. I don't I'm care. Sure. <laughs> Did they do good fantastic. music? Yes. Yeah. One of the <laughs> things so I, I want I want to roll back to the moose. <laughs> but yeah, 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 sorry about getting off on the Judas Priest tangent, but it just reminded me of the difference of coming out then versus now because right. it was just like nobody right. cared when Halford did, but yeah, so things were different. Um mm-hmm. I love how they show he was like a prodigy, like a genius um yeah. when it came yeah, to the piano. When he goes to his audition and she's like, you didn't bring any music. And he's like, I didn't know I was supposed to. He said, well, play something. And he played when he walks into his audition, the the person, the instructor is actually playing this beautiful piece and she stops abruptly. Mm -hmm. Well, when Elton sits down at the table and he starts playing exactly what she was playing and then stops, she's like, why would you stop? And He's like, well, that's where you stopped. He was like, wow. (laughs) He had never heard the piece before. He's like, well, that's where you stopped. And she just looks at him. She stops and she looks at him. She's like, you've got a great ear. I'm going to show you how to do this. And she just, she instantly was like, okay, this kid's got the ear for it. Now, if I can teach him how to read and write music, which there's not going to be any stopping this cat. And she was, was she French? I think she was French. No, she was Scottish. Okay. She was Scottish. (laughs) So because she had the the bit of an (laughs) accent, (laughs) sit up straight. Yeah, <laughs> they show a lot of this throughout the movie, at least early on, when Bernie would just hand him some lyrics and he would sit down and right. it was neat to just see him start to play a few notes and and being an Elton John fan. It's like, oh, 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 holy cow. I know yeah. this song. I know where we're going, you know, yeah. and it's like, wow, very cool. Very cool. That's this. like I said, there's little things in the movie that kind of got me where I was like, ah, yeah. like I didn't see need to see, see two guys making out. Judge me if you want. I just didn't, I didn't need to see it. But it is an integral part of the story of his life. Yeah. So it, it, I'm okay. You yeah. know what I mean? Does that make sense? Um, if it would have just been in there gratuitously. It wasn't gratuitous. This, this is, and you and I have talked about this before, like just love scenes for love scenes sake. Mm-hmm. If it would have been just for that, I would have been like, eh, now you're yeah, it now wasn't. pandering. But it wasn't pandering. This they had to show certain things in this movie to show you what kind of mental stress he was under and what kind of crap life he was leading. And they, the way they did it was actually really well done. 
Yeah, it was so no no just, different. None of that mattered, you know. So it's I, it just this is who he is, and right. I would expect, you know, yeah, it didn't feel gratuitous. It wasn't tacked on. Even even the scenes later on when he is just like at the bottom of everything, and he's in the clubs right. and the orgies and the, all of that, and they're showing. Even that all, was more metaphoric. And it was all yeah, it was metaphorical, but yeah. and that's what I'm saying. It's done in an artistic way, in a way that makes sense. It's right. It's completely different animal, and that's uh, yeah. that's what yeah. this is. This is a well written, well shot film. I mean the and just the the amount it's, it's just oozing with s- symbology in this. It's just it's mm-hmm. wild to to yeah. the more I watch it, the more I see. So it's uh, who and knows I, what I'll come across say, next time. Right. I would say that if you're a person writing a movie and you want to use symbolism, if you want to use metaphor, if you want to go and and look at how to use things, you use shots and use music to get an emotion. This movie is really good for that. It, oh, it really is. Because there, like I said, there were a few moments where. I did not expect to choke up. I did not expect to get a tear in my eye. I did not expect to go. This one will do it to you. Poor Elton John, you know, really. I was just like, poor Elton John. There were a couple of times where I was just like, that poor guy, somebody needs to beat up his dad. I know, right? (laughs) Somebody needs to get out of his mom, you know, something (laughs) like that. Um, But I, I, I like, I don't like the way the story was told. Like I said, it still feels very mishmashy. Right. But I like the story. Does that? It does. does that I, I understand. It, it, I think it just comes down to a preference, um, and I I can understand uh, your your issues with it on, on that aspect. I just uh, for me, it just all falls together, and and that right. never registers. Um, this is a musical, like, so with mm-hmm. with dance numbers, even a little very short Bollywood oh, yeah. moment. <laughs> <laughs> which is like ah look at there <laughs> i just chuckled about that i was like of course you're gonna have a bollywood moment in there <laughs> of course they are of course but um the the whole um dance number or scene that i that i thought was the best out of the movie i really liked when they did honky cat um and yeah. then in the club yeah, all good. dressed up and everything it's like that was really neat and the person at the mm-hmm. end who dives over the piano was like, what the hell? What's that? It's like a dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Somebody had a fish a over there or something. Room. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, so it's got, it's got good music. If you like Elton John, it's got some dance mm-hmm. numbers. It's just, it's, it is a musical and it, not in the sense that everything is sang, but it does right. break into it because, and this is why a those songs, songs, this is why the songs yeah. go out of order because at certain points in his life, that song, all of a sudden makes sense. And, and I get it. Right. Yeah. So it was done like Kat said for mood. Whereas, um, Bohemian Rhapsody was done in order. Like it did. Yes, absolutely. I was, and that's, I know it's, I'm going to sound really pedantic here, but I prefer that type of storytelling that that everything. Yeah. Right. That was in order. Like I, I like that. Because I could put, okay, this has happened then at this year, and this year is the year that this happened. This song came out then, so that's what's happening yeah. now. I get it. I could put it all together much easier than I can in this one. Yeah, because the music you're and, used to hearing that at certain points in your life, and now all of a sudden, wait, that wasn't the time frame. I get it. Right, right. So now I think if I watch this again, 
I'd be much more open to go, oh, okay, I, I, I see it even better now. I see, I see why they're the storytelling. I was a little depressed that they didn't have uh, um, the madman across the water. You know, mm-hmm. Madman across the water in there. Yeah. Uh, Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. I was waiting for that one to show up. <laughs> didn't show up. So they There's don't have really all not your a favorites lot. in there. But they got a lot of them in there. Got yeah. a lot of good songs. In well, it's it's pretty much his top ten list um, yeah. of, of the hits. You yeah, will know every best. song that plays. And it's funny because they it's all Bernie Taupin songs. They don't play one non Bernie Taupin song. <laughs> now, what I do like is um, is you know where the songs fit is. Never was a fan of this song in the eighties. Uh, but I appreciate it more as uh, I'm still standing. How they, yeah. how they put it yeah. in, and now you listen to the words and look at where he's at in his life, and it's like that's really cool. And I love yeah. how they took and recreated and blended the '80s video Holy. with today. That was cool. Holy crap! Holy crap! They did such a good job of basically reshooting that video. Yeah, and it was and they mixed you know? the old with the new and it was like really cool. Yeah. Well done. Like you couldn't even you couldn't freaking tell. Like like I I didn't know that it was any of the old video. I thought it was all brand new. Yeah. Until you just said that. I so could be wrong, but it it looked like uh it looked like it bits and pieces. It looked like a whole mismatch uh mix match of it. Good, I need to take a look, a but cut. It was, it was really neat. It was neat to see. And I, I got nothing but praise for Taron Egerton and his performance. I thought it was really well done. Good job. As, as really an actor, holy cow, did he have to really... I can't imagine what I'm this took gonna, out of him. <laughs> I'm just going to call it right now uh, that I like this movie. If you like musical biopics, this probably isn't exactly what you're going to expect. But I do recommend it, especially if you're an Elton John fan. Yeah, that's that's, that's my call. I'm I'm just going to go out there and say that it's, it's a good. And there's going to be moments when you're least expecting it. All of a sudden, you're, you're going to have a tear like building up in your eye, and you're going to be like, "Where the hell did that come from? I don't know what the poor Elton John, <laughs> poor Bernie Taupin. Yeah, stupid well, Elton John treating Bernie that way. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not ashamed to say, since I've seen this multiple times, I sat down with a box of tissue nearby because I knew <laughs> it was going to hit me at some point. And, you know, and I, I, I got through the parts that fucked me up before. And when we right, got to right. that part with the, his younger self, for whatever reason in my life, it just it just breaks wow. me, man. It's like, oh, so yeah, it's like, he, wow, he's standing there because he's had his conversation with his mom, his, his mm-hmm. dad, his stepdad. Which said is the stepdad is the one who likes him the cool. most out of all three of his parents. Yeah, the stepdad is like, yeah, you know, this is for your mom. And he's like, he didn't want to ask him any questions about that shit. He's just like, yeah, you know, whatever. But it's like, when it comes to the kid, you see the kid standing there, and it's like, oh shit, now, now he's got to make amends with himself. And that's, yeah, that's like, powerful, he, man. He's just accepting, like the little kid in him is accepting the adult that he's become. And the the adult is accepting that I was once Reggie Dwight. And this is this is who I am. This is who I this really is who am. I am. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's it's beautiful. That's it's beautiful. It's yeah. That. Nice um. I agree. This is this is one of my all time favorite movies. I mm-hmm. it, just because it hits me every time I've watched it. And right. it, and I, as being an Elton John fan, it's I remember growing up and I can 
and hearing Elton John all the time. So I, if I hear an Elton John right. song, I'm taken to the seventies pretty quickly. Um, so yeah. it's, it's pretty cool and it will take me back to the memories that I had forgotten and other things like yeah. that. So it's, it is a very interestingly done musical biopic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was very creative and, and yeah. I really dig yeah. it. I really dig it. Good songs. You can't go wrong with it. To me, it's over very quickly. Um, and it's a two hour movie, yeah, it's a two hour movie. <laughs> but it's yeah. like that. And it's like, wow, yeah, we're done. Okay. Like, the, the first few minutes, I honestly go going into this for the first few minutes. I was thinking that this is, this is my Xanadu. That this is my. Oh no. <laughs> you know how you feel about <laughs> yeah, Xanadu? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is how yeah. I thought I was going to feel about this movie. I was like, oh shit. I can hardly wait to hit Scott with this. You know, oh good. No, I, w- I, I, yeah. I, I would have <laughs> let you know. And then like, in like a few minutes, I mean, the first time I got a little tear jerk in my eye, I was like, okay, okay, Scott, you win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, I don't care what you say. This is better than Xanadu. Oh, it is. No, I'm saying, I like, what I'm saying is when <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. first going in, I was like, I'm oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to tell Scott this is my Xanadu. And, ah, ah, ah. and I was just like, no, I can't tell him that. Not in all truth. No, I enjoyed this movie. Yeah. I like this movie. Um, there are moments of it that I don't like only because mm-hmm. it's life. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like you're just like, ah, yeah, that's gotta suck. Yeah, but it's yeah, so it's it's hard sometimes to because we we watch movies. Yeah, we watch movies to escape, yeah. and when movies uh, hit a little close to home, it's it's hard. I would I would I would bet that anybody that watches this is gonna feel something. Yeah, there's gonna be a moment where you're like, ah, no, yeah, I can get that. I I understand that completely. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my take on this movie. Yeah, watch, mine it, is, watch it, watch it, watch it. It's good. It, it's if you have seen it already, watch it again because it's, yeah, it's you're going to be surprised and, at what you find. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would actually like to have seen. Th- there is, I think, a documentary that I spotted the other day as I was clicking through. Mm-hmm. And I think it's about. I think it's about Elton John and Bernie okay. Taupin's relationship and friends and partners. And I think it's called Rocket Man: The Elton John Story. Oh, I, interesting. I think I could be wrong, but. When I was looking for it, I saw it, and I, I to, think I put it in my queue. I'm going to have to watch it. It, it looks pretty good. But I'll, I'm an Elton John fan, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Years. And and I will let you know, since, um, and you may still have it, on Paramount, mm-hmm. they have re, they re-released uh, Behind the Music. That used to be the show on VH1 that would do all the band documentaries. And many no of them, kidding. Many of them are updated with brand new interviews and stuff and parts of the no old show. Kidding. So we've watched quite a few of them. So it's pretty neat to see that stuff come back that we, you know, used to watch on TV. It's like, wow, really yeah, cool. Me and the wife used to watch those all yeah, the time. So go, yeah. So go look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Behind the music is on there. Right. There's like two seasons or something like that, like 20 episodes. No so. kidding. Yeah. Good stuff. That's so cool. folks, I'll, I'll watch those. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for all our new listeners and watchers and subscribers. Um, Hit the like, hit the share, hit the subscribe button. Uh, Hang tight because we're going to be bouncing in and out of music, movies, and and off and beyond into the stars next again. So for something, you shall see. Star Trek is on the way. We are going to visit the Star Trek movies. Uh, So (laughs) come with us fellow Trekkies. Yeah. So, thank Trekkies you. Music. Trekkies. Music.